All right, in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk to you about how you can respond when your children are not doing what you've asked them. So in the previous episode, I gave three skills for when you ask your children to do something. It was say it in as few words as possible, preferably under 10 words. Use a power phrase such as, it's time for you to, or I need you to. And also, don't invite argument by giving explanations. In this episode, it's what do you do if they're not responding? And this happens sometimes. Yeah, You can say, hey, it's time for you to come inside and eat dinner. It's time for you to do your homework. It's time for you to come home from your friend's house. And your kids are just not going to respond. They might look at you and keep doing what they're doing or they avoid eye contact and keep on doing what they're doing. So what do you do? All right. This is my approach and I'm using, I'm taking these skills from a uh, child therapist named Gary Landreth and I love this approach. So I, let's just pretend I've asked my kids to come inside from playing on the trampoline. Hey, it's time to, it's time for you to come inside. Five minutes later, they haven't done it. So again, I go out and say, Hey, I need you to come inside now. Still don't, don't come inside. What do you do? Do you just say, all right, forget the nice skills that I learned. I'm going to start yelling and get them to come inside. No, you don't. Here's what I'm going to recommend. And this comes straight from a, a child therapist when he wants children to, you know, he's when he's doing a therapy session, he'll ask, he'll tell his kids um, they need to stop doing something by using this approach. First, you acknowledge or you reflect their feeling or their desire. If my child is outside on the trampoline and he wants to, um, and he's not coming inside, I will reflect. Hey, look, you want to keep jumping on the trampoline. I get it. All right, so you acknowledge and you reflect that feeling of the desire. That's step one. Step two, you name this limit that you're setting. It's time to stop jumping on the trampoline. Then you tell them uh, what their options are. You can come inside and hop like a bunny, or you can come inside by walking by yourself. That's it. Those are the three steps. So I use this regularly if I'm telling my kids, uh, hey, it's time to go to bed. It's time for you to get dressed for school. It's time for you to eat breakfast. If they're not doing that, then I will go through those uh, those three skills that I just talked about. Hey, look, I know you want to keep playing games, right? So if, if I'm, if sorry, let me back this up a little bit. If I'm saying it's time for you to get ready for bed and my kid's not doing it because they're watching a game uh, or sorry, watching something or playing a game or playing with their friends, I'll acknowledge that they don't want to, like their what their desire is. It's like, okay, I get it. You want to keep watching a show. You 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 want to keep watching the show. But it's time to turn the TV off. You can go to bed. I can carry you to bed. Or you can go to bed hopping like a bunny. Or we can have a race up to the Whatever it is. Like, what are the other options? What are the alternatives? And I found that this approach is very helpful because if I'm asking them to do something and they're not doing it, it's usually there's some desire or feeling that's preventing them 
that's kind of getting in the way. They're having fun and they don't want to stop. They are scared about going to a new activity. They're, they're nervous that their friends, that when they leave their friends on the trampoline, uh, they're not going to be able to play with their friends anymore that tonight. So I acknowledge that. It's like, yeah, that's, that's a valid feeling. I get it. You're, you don't want to stop having fun. That's, that's a okay feeling to have, but it's time to stop having fun and come inside. So you can come inside in one of two ways. I can carry you inside or you can race me inside, whatever that is. So next time, if you're seeing some resistance from your kids, not wanting to do what you're asking them to do, just um, reflect the feeling that they're having they, or the desire. They don't want something or they do want something and then state the limit that whatever it is they're doing, you know, it's time for it to stop. Or this is another example. Let's say that your kid is jumping on the couch and you don't want them to jump on the couch. You might just start off by saying, hey, bud, I need you to stop jumping on the couch. Well, if they ignore you and they keep jumping after you've asked them a couple of times, the response might be, I know you want to keep jumping on the couch. You're having a lot of fun right now, but the couch is not for jumping on. You can jump on the trampoline. That's, that's just the way you, that's how you like stop them from doing a certain behavior. So I might just start off kindly by saying, Hey, I need you to stop jumping on the couch. And then if they don't do that, you then follow up with, I know you're having fun jumping on the couch, but the couch is not for jumping on. You can jump on the trampoline outside. So hopefully those three additional skills help. I'm going to then next podcast, share three more skills for when it's the last resort and they're not listening to what you're asking them to do, what do you do next? And I'll show that in the next podcast.